This is Steve from Cold Weather Company, and you're listening to WTSR 91.3 FM at the College of New Jersey. Open your mind. Hello, you're listening to interviews from 91.3 FM WTSR radio station at the College of New Jersey. My name is Nancy Baum. Many students and employees are now faced with the reality of virtual classes and meetings held over video platforms such as Zoom and Google Hangouts during the COVID-19 pandemic. But how is this affecting our general communication and well-being in the workplace and in the classroom? Today, Jane Latz, a certified speech-language pathologist and founder of Corporate Speech Solutions, will discuss some of her tips to improving body language, vocal presence, as well as how to prepare for the future of presentation and professionalism. To begin, um, so you are the founder of uh, Corporate Speech Solutions, as your background. <laughs> yes. And um, so I was curious, how did you get started in this field? I know that you are a speech therapist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. So I am a licensed and certified speech language pathologist, and I have been so for more years than your listeners. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and um, I always worked in healthcare, working with stroke patients and head trauma patients, people with Alzheimer's, neurological issues such as Parkinson's. And I was very lucky because when healthcare started to change, I found this niche in the field of speech pathology called corporate speech language pathology, where our goal is to work with business professionals to build their clarity, their confidence, and their careers. Mm -hmm. And that has really been my mission since 2006 when I founded the company. So while we still do work with some traditional speech pathology uh, needs. Mm -hmm. The main focus and certainly my passion is to help college students get jobs by helping them with interview skills, mm -hmm. public speaking skills, both of which are essential in the interview and job world. And then throughout their careers, be available for them to bring their skills to the next level. Um, people often find our services when they've just had their performance review mm -hmm. and they are told that they cannot or will not be promoted because of their communication skills. And that can include anything from the mumbling, which I know you hear all the time from your friends and fellow students, right. the excessive filler words, the ums, uhs, likes, you knows, the up speak, uh, which is that tendency for your voice to go up rather than to make a statement. And those are some of the areas that will hold people back from either getting jobs or success. And then there's other communication characteristics like being too monotone, vocal fry, and uh, just uh, overall mumbling. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, my phone, it's just the landline. 
<laughs> it's hard to control those. I know, exactly. So, which I guess brings us to our next question about, um, so basically I saw recently a memo you had about body language during video calls. Mm -hmm. And I found it very interesting because I've noticed this in a lot of my classes, how this is a whole new frontier. And even for a lot of businesses, um, how has, could you explain more in detail some of the tips that you had? So I remember you had one about making eye contact and like looking at the actual camera rather than your screen. Exactly. So let me demonstrate that. So right now I'm looking at the camera. Do I look like I'm looking at you? Yes. <laughs> right. Now I'm looking at you and I probably look like I'm looking down. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> the other night I was watching the news with my husband and there were two people like there are every night. Mm -hmm. And I said to my husband, you can see it so clearly. The speaker on one side was mm -hmm. clearly looking at the camera <laughs> and the speaker on the other side was looking at the speaker. So his eyes were down. So yes, that, that is the first step, which is looking at the camera. Um, I am pretty passionate about this topic, so I'll share quite a few other tips that are so important. Mm -hmm. um, again, I love that your audience is um, our college students mm -hmm. because they can learn a lot more than some of the people they may be <laughs> interviewing with. Uh, so number one, and you're doing it perfectly, is I call it Goldilocks because you and I are both filling up the screen the perfect amount of time, the perfect amount of space. Uh, when I coach people on public speaking, I say own your space, like stand planted, don't sway. So you want to have that presence on virtual calls. Mm -hmm. Some people, the reason I call it Goldilocks is some people kind of come full in and it's their whole face and they're really up close and that's very awkward. Yeah. So that's the big bear. And then others kind of are shrinking violets and they might be at the bottom or even at one side. And again, when I'm on the call with them and that would be the baby, the, the mama bear. So then Goldilocks is like you and I right now, which is taking up the perfect amount of space. You don't want to be that shrinking violet you don't wanna be all in someone's face. Additionally, if we're going to talk about body language, let's talk about posture. They kind of go hand in hand. So think of a string going from your head up to the ceiling, kind of pulling you. And that's how you always wanna be in any meeting. One day we will be back out in face-to-face Meetings, I don't know when, but whether you're virtual or whether you're um, in live, you want that posture. So think of that string. I have one client who tends to go down like this. And what happens is he then is not projecting his voice because that's another whole topic about vocal presence. But when you're like this, your, your breath support is not, is kind of constricted. So you also won't exude that kind of vocal power that we want on the calls. So we've got eye contact, we've got the body, the physical body in space. Another one is uh, expressions, more now than ever. When you meet people live, there's a warmth that can be established. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have that in a video conference. 
So you definitely do want to be sure to smile when you're comfortable and when you're delivering a message that warrants a smile. If you are confused, if you're in a meeting and you're confused, it's okay to look confused. Mm -hmm. What you really don't want to do, where there's a big difference between a telephone and a virtual call, is you want to be sure that you don't sneer or make any bad faces. (laughs) On a telephone, you can get away with that. On a video conference, you can't. So I want you to just always think, once you're live on a video conference, it's as if you are in that meeting, Mm -hmm. as if you're you're live in person. So that's just a couple of the tips on body language that hopefully you and your audience find helpful. Definitely, yeah. (laughs) So something else I've noticed on video calls is how sometimes there's a natural sense of like turn-taking like with conversations, but sometimes with Wi-Fi issues or whatnot, it's, um, it's hard to know when to interject. So what are some things you have with this? That's a, that's a, that's a great question. And it's a challenge even again in live face to face. Yeah. I teach a lot of my clients how to deliver messages strategically, which means to slow down and they're always saying well what if someone interrupts what if someone interrupts and the best communication trainer in the world can't control people who have that tendency to interrupt Uh, so you do want to be respectful of turn taking Uh, i like to do a couple of things you know the beauty of really learning virtual platforms and i don't want to use one name over another is that on some, you know, they do have a hand up feature. You could raise your hand. Mm -hmm. You can instruct people, if you know it's a lively group, uh, to kind of put their hand up. You know, I have a question. If that's not helping, again, use vocal presence, not a, a, a meek voice, vocal presence to say, I'd like to interject. I have a point I'd like to make. I'd like to say something, lead in so that they hear you. Because if you already start asking your question, then the question's going to be lost among all the chatter. Mm -hmm. Depending on the type of meeting, obviously at times everyone will be muted. So that hand raised either literally or, or by icon really will help. But I am in a meeting once a week It's actually a networking virtual cocktail party every Friday at five o'clock, which is a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and no one is muted. (laughs) So it is quite chaotic and challenging, Uh but believe it or not, if you speak up, Mm -hmm. you are heard. It might not be the first time you Mm -hmm. might have to make the attempt two or three times, but you will, you know, everyone does get heard. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, again, a lot has to do with who's leading the group. And there's, you know, a lot of protocol around that, but make use of chats. I am a huge fan of a chat room. So if someone is leading and even moderating the chat, then I can say, Nancy, I have a question. Nancy, I'd love to jump in. And then whoever's leading the meeting can say, Nancy, Jane has a question for you. So 
those are a couple of techniques to help on the virtual call. Nice. And so what, when you mentioned the um, virtual cocktail parties, are there multiple conversations at once or is it like all about the same usually? There can be. <laughs> there can be. Uh, last week I had to come in late because I had a, a business call and I actually went on because I had a really important question I wanted to ask everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, I got on and it was blah, 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 blah. Everyone was chatting. Everybody was chatting. <laughs> but because they know me, they welcomed me and they saw me come in and they said, oh, hi, Jane. And I got myself in with my question. Nice. So it's just a matter of good communication. Mm -hmm. I remind people all the time that as a speech pathologist, I actually remember when I was your age and I was going in as an undergraduate and one of my first classes, I was told the definition of communication is that it's a two-way street. You have a speaker and you have a listener. Mm -hmm. And when I do remote presentations or live presentations, um, remote like I did yesterday, one of my slides is on connecting. And the first one is listen, because one person speaks, the other listens. And it, there's that natural turn taking. You know, and I know not everyone pays attention to that. Right. <laughs> but that is the law of communication. It's turn-taking, speaking, and listening. Mm -hmm. So with uh, communication, like, do you find that there are certain rules that only apply to like real-life interviews, um, like not interviews necessarily, but uh, real-life conferences versus virtual conferences? Like, or, because I feel like in our ever modern world, like this is something that we might be doing more of. So how can we best prepare for that? I have spoken to people in so many industries and know from healthcare to legal to small businesses. And the one thing we all agree on is that virtual meetings are here to stay. Every industry will incorporate virtual meetings more than they did before COVID-19. And I think that one of the things we're doing and I'm doing, I'm pretty passionate about is I am researching and creating articles like we discussed. I'm creating videos. I don't know if you subscribe to my video channel, but last week I posted a vocal presence on the virtual call and body language on the virtual call. And I'll go back and I'll tell you about my, um, my subscription, my, my YouTube in a minute. Um, so I personally, I'm throwing out a lot of content on this topic mm -hmm. to people in all industries, because like anything, there is a learning curve and learning how to do it with best practices. Mm -hmm. As I'm a professional speaker and last week I spoke for three hours remotely. Mm -hmm. Now think about that because you're listening to your college professors all the time, right? And most college professors have not been taught no. how to be a presenter, Yeah, unfortunately, for students because then it's compounded negatively at times when mm -hmm. it's virtual. 
I spoke for three hours and I've spoken for three hours many a time. And I was shocked because I got a ton of reviews. It's for uh, an organization that really monitors feedback. So we really get kind of hardcore feedback. And the first comment was that they thought I did a great job. They wish it was longer. <laughs> okay, like I still cannot believe someone said that. So my, 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 my instructions, my, my feedback to you and to everyone listening is, again, and feel free to share this with your professors, <laughs> it's, there's research that says how we say something matters twice as much as what we are actually saying. So if all your professors and your students learn best practices related to communication and to video conferences and they put it together, they will be more engaging and more dynamic in those meetings. And again, it is not students alone on the learning curve. Uh, there are definitely professors out there. And it's funny because I spoke to university professors, I won't say where, but at a university a little more south of the New York area about six months ago. And my opening line was that when my stepson was in medical school, I was saddened to watch him watching videos instead of going to class. And he said that some of his professors are so unintelligible, they're boring, they're monotone, that it's easier for him to just download these videos, not the same professors, but on the same topic. And my, my, my line to these professors were, do you want to be replaced by technology? So it's becoming very real right now. Yeah, definitely. So I just want to share with you, um, as soon as I said YouTube, I saw your eyes light up because you're of the YouTube generation. Yeah. So I do want to share with you, this is probably the most important point for all of your listeners. It's so relevant to your listeners. Corporate Speech Solutions puts out a video tip every week, oh. and it is one minute maximum in length. And we did it because of all the platforms, we're also using Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it has to fit on Instagram. We started this in 2018. And January of 2018, I had 225 subscribers on YouTube. Nothing to brag about. One minute video. Last year, Every week was related to public speaking and presentation skills. And like people have said to me, everyone can find time to watch a one minute video in an entire week. Exactly. Uh, and then we, what we did, this is an aside from social media, we took all 52 tips and we created an ebook called 52 Tips to Presentation Success. So for any of your students out there that need that, that is on my website at Corporate Speech Solutions. And I think it's $5.95. I mean, anyone could get it. Mm -hmm. But here's the big punchline for college students. This year, starting January 2020, our tips are all related to interview 
tips for career success. And they are posted every week on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I, you want me to say what my Instagram thing is, or I could send them to you. Yeah, I can you. also include it like in the link. And perfect. Perfect. So it's jane.lats, my name, J-A-Y-N-E dot L-A-T-Z, C-S-S in Corporate Speech Solutions. I encourage people to go there because all 52 from last year, um, 15 or whatever we're up to this year, and all of the ones from 2018 are there. You know, it's the easiest way. You can, during coronavirus, when you're sitting back, you can just go through and, and learn all these great tips. The other one that's uh, most popular is YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that is youtube.com slash accent reduction because we do do a great deal with non-native English speakers. And because of these tips, I forgot to kind of tell you the, the most exciting point. When we started, as I said, it was 225 subscribers. And this week, I believe we are at 26,600. Congrats. <laughs> so it's worth watching these video tips. It seems like they are valuable to many. Imagine. <laughs> So I would say YouTube and Instagram are the best places just because they're all there. You know, if you could do Facebook or LinkedIn, you just have to catch it when they're posted. Okay. But I really wanted to share that because that the, these are so, I mean, I don't know if this goes out to all levels of college, mm -hmm. but everyone's always interviewing for yeah. something, whether it's exactly. an internship, a job, mm -hmm. you know, a part-time job, a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So hopefully these tips will help. Yeah, and I know a lot of seniors and like um, jo other job applicants are in that uh, interviewing pool right now. And like, it's just they're wondering, like, how is this any different than like a real interview? Because a exactly. lot of them, it's their first experience in that position. Right. <laughs> and I will tell you, for those people, you know, it's a new world. They mm -hmm. are going to be interviewing on the video. So for them, all that I shared is so important. They've got to show up in a confident manner none of that shrinking violet off of the side of the screen <laughs> they need to really own their space mm -hmm. use good vocal presence look at my video from last week on vocal presence on the virtual call mm -hmm. body language both of those are just uh, so important for them so that they get that job offer yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so I think like guess I guess like a lot of people think of like practicing public speech like in front of a mirror and looking at their face. Do you think practicing like video conferences is the same way? Like what are some other tips for this like that mirror that mirror? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know my answer is always the um, practice practice and more practice. Mm -hmm. um, I have had many 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 college students reach out to us for interview skill prep. Even more so, I've had many, many, many parents reach out to me for their students. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I've had many parents reach out to me for their students even right after they graduate and they're, you know, not while they're in school. Some parents are proactive and they do it while they're in school, but others after the graduation or, or after that. So because for some people, strong communication skills come naturally, for others not. But like 
so many skills, whether it's piano playing or dancing, you know, you can learn the techniques, practice, and then come off like you are the only candidate for that job. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that um, wraps up a lot of my questions, but is there anything else that you'd like to add to our college student audience or even professors? <laughs> <laughs> well, professors, yes. I think you should definitely share this with professors mm -hmm. and professors out there. I too was a professor for many years at New York University in New York City. And I think as, as we discussed, you asked some great questions, as we discussed, people aren't born into being a professor. They might have the academic knowledge, but they may not have the communication style to engage and inspire the students. And I think that's the most important thing for professors to always keep in mind. Their job is to educate, inform, and inspire. Mm -hmm. And for the students, I think that many young adults, with good reason, don't have the confidence in how they're communicating. So for them, reading, learning, and practicing is the best recommendation that I have. Mm -hmm. okay. And then, of course visit our website, which hopefully you'll share with everyone. There's, and by the way, I, I, I say that because of course, I'd love to hear from everybody, but there is so much free information on my website. We have free downloads. We have blogs on any communication topic you can imagine, especially as you and I are talking about with the virtual topic, we're really trying to create uh, blogs and other information. So if they do nothing else, I recommend everybody going to the website and researching either upcoming events. We have a lot of great upcoming events, free blogs and free downloads on the website. And one more thing, actually, I'm talking free. I always forget about what you could actually buy. I wrote a book, which should be right here, called, this is a great book for every student. Oh my gosh. It's called Communicate Up the Corporate Ladder, How to Succeed in Business with Clarity and Confidence. Okay. Some intelligent professor should find this book and use it in their class mm -hmm. because it is, it's like a dummy's guide to communicating better. Okay. Each chapter is about two pages on any topic you want, easy read, and unbelievable value. So that's something else and that does cost money. That's not free, but you could get it on Amazon. Okay. So what else is everyone doing these days? Cool. Sit back and read a good book. There we go. I also, I thought of something else um, and it's about like kind of like the world of technology. So I know a lot of, um, a lot of people in my generation have always, they've grown up with technology and it's become like second nature for them. But I think consequently, sometimes they hide behind the screen and they hide um, and they're not able to make eye contact and stuff like that. Do you think, so do you think the world of like virtual calls will like help nourish like their skills or do you think it will only like help like caving into technology? At my company, we deal with so many of those brilliant people, those people uh, from CPAs, certified mm -hmm. public accountants, accountants, you know, people that went into a field 
to be behind a computer. We deal with a lot of IT, software designers, technology people, all similarly went into a career that they could be behind a screen. Mm -hmm. The one thing they all have in common, and engineers, another similar one, these are all heavy client bases. The one thing they all have in common is that as they move up the corporate ladder, they are required to be front facing. And that's when it becomes so important that they develop these skills. So for all your colleagues and fellow students out there that are hiding behind the screen, living in technology, they will have to come out from behind the technology sooner or later. And my recommendation would be sooner, you know, start working on those skills so that they can stand out from others in the similar field. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. As always, we remind you that you can check out more content and podcasts online at WTSOR.org on the air, or on our podcast channel. And remember to open your mind.